Going Deeper with God. This show exists to refresh our relationships with our Father by having a place to go with Him each week. Pastor Barbara Moore calls upon the Holy Spirit to guide us into a deeper connection in our relationships with Jesus. You can learn more about Barbara Moore and her ministry at HarvestMountainMinistries.org. We pray that this show helps you grow in prayer, hear the voice of God, and obey what He asks of you. So here we go, Deeper with God. I want to go deeper, but I don't know how to swim. I want to be maker, but have you seen this earth? Good morning, good evening, whether you're listening at 9.30 a.m. or midnight to Going Deeper with God. We appreciate your weekly following of our uh, radio show, and we'd love some testimonies. If you are has some particular... Uh, programs that you've enjoyed. Joan Hunter was on the last couple of weeks sharing about the miracle services that uh, she led at Steve Shank's church, City on a Hill, and Randy Scott's church, Infusion in Littleton. If you enjoyed that, if you went to one of those uh, healing services and God touched you, would you go to our Facebook page, Harvest Mountain Ministries, or to our website, harvestmountainministries.org, and share with me so that we can share with others what God is doing in your life from the fruit of this broadcast. And I would like to offer uh, a little thank you that uh, the first one to post on our Facebook page, I have a Starbucks card for you, and most people like coffee, and we like to sow little love gifts into our listeners' lives. So praise God. Uh, let's hear the word of God again this uh, this week about that Jesus Christ is a healer because we're going to talk about healing for the next couple of weeks. And in Luke uh, 17, Jesus had an occasion in Jerusalem to be speaking to some uh, people. And it says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He was going somewhere. And as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said, Go show yourself to the priests. And they went and were cleansed. One of them, when he saw them, was healed. And he came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked Jesus, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all of the ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? No one was found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner. Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Well, some of you will remember and know that from January of this year through March, I took a calling uh, that to write a book that had been prophesied to me by a monk in uh, Pecos Monastery in New Mexico. Over 20 years ago, God told me that I would write a book. I was a brand new Christian, and I had no idea. I was like, I'm going to write a book about what? And this monk told me that there was a pearl inside of me, and that it was going to uh, come forth one day as a book. So somehow, you know, those when God begins to connect dots in your life, and I'm sure, listeners, that you want to share with other people how you see God connecting dots in your life to be bring redemption, that a friend of mine uh, 
Becky Slaba, who was on the program sometime, had written a book with this 90-day launch pad group, Jim and Jackie Mori, that we had on the show. And so from January until March, every day I was, uh, I was writing a book. And the fruit of the book is Lean In Closer with God Because You Can, Seven Breakthrough Lessons to How to Go Extreme Vertical in a Horizontal World. I'm pleased to say that God so blessed me that it has become a number one best-selling book on Amazon. And I want to encourage you that if you are uh, stirred by what I have to say over the next couple of weeks, that you might be a blessing to me or bless others with this book, Lean In Closer with God, Because You Can. In particular today, these are my God stories, and they're about relationships between me and God and me and others. But I want to talk to you a little bit today about my own testimony that reflects this Luke 17 passage that one of the lepers came back to praise God. Back in 2001, um, I was uh, spoken to by a doctor, and the words that the doctor spoke to me was that I had cancer. And those of you listening today, we're going to pray at the end of this show. Uh, God uh, wants to um, touch you in your, not only in your physical body, but also in your soul as you go through this trial in life of cancer. But the chapter six in my book, the cancer was gone, but I was still here. So I just said that I had cancer in 2001. I had two kinds of cancer. And obviously it's 2016 and I'm still here. The Lord gave me a word when uh, it was spoken to me that I had cancer. And then he also told me uh, over time that I was to meditate on the word each day and that Luke 17 would show what was going to happen to me. Now, for those of you listening that maybe you need a little more help in praying when you're sick, because when you're sick, you know, your soul is sad and sometimes it's you know, you don't want to pray, but the thing that you need to do is pray. So if you wanted to get a copy of God's Medicine, we're going to uh, offer that for sale on our website, harvestmountainministries.org. This pamphlet of uh, scriptures and affirmations was given to me by my friend Donna McGowan, who is a YWAM Arvada base leader. And I just want to read to you what I was meditating on and speaking out in the in the depths of my soul when I was so weak. It was just about all I could do was read this, but I knew to say it out loud. And so as I release these words of healing today, listeners, I pray that you would be healed in the name of Jesus because the word of God is active. It's alive and it's sharper than a sword. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 says, My son or daughter, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. The Hebrew word for health in this verse 22 is medicine. God's word is medicine to all of our flesh. And Isaac Leisner's translation of Exodus 15:26 reads, I am the Lord your physician. The medicine he prescribes is his word. Many make the mistake of substituting belief and healing for the actual taking of God's medicine, his word. They say, well, gee, I believe in healing without actually taking the medicine. What good it would be to, for you to believe in food if you didn't eat it? You would starve. 
What good would it be for you to believe in water if you didn't drink it? You would die of thirst. God's word is his medicine. Now, I was reading this from when I was, you know, spoken to that I had cancer. Uh, It was a period of time. It was before Christmas in 2002 that I um, uh, was having cancer. And I would read these scriptures every day. And then again, it says here, God's word is his medicine. There are several parallels between God's medicine and natural medicine. First, God's word is a healing agent, just as natural medicine is a healing agent or a catalyst. In other words, the medicine itself contains the capacity to produce healing. And I want us to hear this again. The medicine, the word of God itself, contains the capacity to produce healing. God's word contains inherent within it the capacity, the energy, the ability, and the nature to affect healing in your body. Psalm 107.20 says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Take this into your own body, into your mind, into your soul today, your mind, your will, and emotions. Take the word of God in right now, listeners. He sent out his word and it healed, and from their corruptions it freed. Proverbs 4.22 says, For they, his words, are life to those that find them, and health to all your flesh. I pray as you would uh, wait upon the Lord right now as we're reading and reflecting and bringing to effectiveness the word of God, that if you are sick in your body right now and you are listening to this broadcast, that you would take the word of God, look into the eyes of God, look into the eyes of God, see God's heart beating for you today, and take this word in, whether you have healing that you need in your feet, in your legs, in your stomach, in your arms, in your eyes, in your ears, in your knees, wherever it is, take the word of God in as you look in the eyes of God right now. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 says, the word of God will accomplish what it was sent out to do. The word itself contains the power, produce what is said. Just as when God said, let there be light, and there was light, healing scripture contains within itself the capacity to produce healing. Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a sword, piercing and dividing asunder the soul and the spirit. God's message is full of life and power. Well, listeners, I'm reading to you from God's Medicine right now. This is Barbara Moore, host of Going Deeper with God radio broadcast that's on 9.30 Saturday morning and midnight. And I'm talking about the book that I wrote and the capacity of God to be a healer. Lean in closer with God because you can. And in particular, I want to share to you with the remaining time that we have that God is a healer. And it's humbling sometimes for me to say to people, um, I have literally experienced a miracle, not a uh, overtime healing um, Uh, It was over some time, but really within a matter of a month, God dissolved my colon cancer to the point that it was no more. So when I was uh, diagnosed by a gastrointestinal uh, physician in Denver, 
I went to him. I've been suffering for a long time with a lot of pain in my abdomen. I was a chaplain at Porter Hospital at the time, working on the cancer floor and the heart surgery floor. And I was very sick. I mean, I really wasn't feeling well. And a friend of mine told me that I should go have this test. Well, sure enough, uh, I go to this doctor and say to him, I, I would like to have an EDR. And, you know, I'm just giving you the highlights of my chapter of my book, but literally the doctor didn't want to let me have that exam. And I was like, no, I, I need a prescription to have an EDR because I don't feel good and I haven't feel, felt well for a while. Well, long story short, I get, I get the scan done and the results come back and this doctor tells me that I had uh, carcinoid tumors. And it was in my duodenum, which is just before my pancreas. So I, I don't know how many years those cancer cells uh, were growing, but he, you know, did the scan because I had to force him to do the test. And sure enough, it showed that I had carcinoid tumors. So I'm not going to tell you the whole story because I really would like you to uh, buy, buy this book and meditate on it and, and show it to others, lean in closer with God because you can. But literally, the doctor said to me, I had carcinoid tumors. And I said, well, what is that? Because I'm not really very medical. I was a chaplain, and I'm, I do pastoral care. You know, I'm not really very medical. But I went into the hospital the next day, and I looked at the charge nurse on the cancer floor, and I said, you know, I had this test done, and this doctor said uh, I had carcinoid tumors, but it's not cancer. And she had the funniest look on her face. And I was like, why are you looking at me that way? And she said, because carcinoid, Barbara, means cancer. And I'm like, what? So can you imagine the, the, the sorrow in my soul to have a doctor tell me something about my body that was pretty serious? And then, then I have a nurse saying to me, well, you do have cancer. And so I, I, was, I was in shock. And do you know that I had to go to the library at Porter Hospital and look up carcinoid tumors and then call this doctor back and say, um, do I have cancer or not? And he was like, well, it's kind of like cancer. You just cut it out. So long story short, um, I, I hear this word then from God. And those of you that know me and have listened to my broadcasts over the last five years, you know that um, I, I believe that God speaks to us and that each person that's a child of God or even seeking God has the capacity to hear God. God says, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So uh, when this doctor said these words about me, I just remember where I was standing in my house and I hung up the phone and I just said, you know, uh, I know what this man just said. These are some facts that a medical person told me. But I'm going to go seek God right now, and I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to go in my room until I hear God, because I know what this man told me, but I want to know what, what you say to me, God. And listeners, I want to encourage you that if that's not a practice that you have in your life, that you don't think that when you really need to hear from God, he's going to speak to you, I want to encourage you that who am I? God has no favorites. God's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If you need to hear from God about something really important or small, God speaks to us. So I went upstairs, 
And I knelt down on the floor, and I looked up at God, and I said, like Adam did in Genesis, where am I? Where am I, God? What is happening to me? And I don't know if it was five minutes or 30 minutes. I I really don't know how long it was that I was on my knees in my room. But literally, God spoke to me, and he said, it will be gone. And that's all I needed to hear. I said, Lord, I, I have things in my life that I need to do. I need to, you know, I have, you have plans and purposes for me. And um, so I need to hear from you. And so God said it would be gone. And I knew that it meant I wasn't going to be gone, but the cancer was going to be gone. And that was all I needed to hear, that the God, God in his kindness can give you a word he could heal you suddenly, like Joan Hunter was, was talking about, that people that needed knee replacements didn't have to go to the hospital. But God, who was the great physician, did 30 knee replacements last weekend in Denver. So I asked God, uh, he said, it will be gone. So, Lord, what do I do? And he, you know, he said, just as in Luke 17, it said, go, go to the pre- priest and present yourself. He said, go to the surgeon and find a surgeon and listen to what God uh, tells you about finding a surgeon and the type of surgery that he's going to say, and and I want you to proceed with getting those carcinoid tumors cut out of your body. So again, for those of you that are listening and you have had cancer and God has healed you, whether it was through a doctor, because that's called Therapuo, that if a doctor heals you and he does surgery or if you had chemotherapy, I'd like you to go to our Facebook page, Harvest Mountain Ministries, and share with others to encourage them that you had cancer and now you are healed because of the blood shed at Calvary. God healed you of cancer. We want to encourage each other that you're not alone if you're right now in a situation where you have some kind of disease that seems like it wants to take you out. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Jehovah Rapha, he sent his word to heal you. God healed me of cancer, and it was a process. So the first surgery I had was in December, about two weeks before Christmas, and that was kind of a weird time to be in the hospital. So I have a lot of compassion for people. In fact, I've gone and visited people in the hospital on Christmas Day because it's not a fun place to be on Christmas, but it's not that fun to be in the hospital any time, really, but it's, it's good. You need it. But God gave me the word, it will be gone, and I went in to have this surgery. So in my book, I share about the process of having what you call a Whipple procedure. So I found a doctor, um, Charlie, who was the head surgeon of St. Anthony's Hospital, who happened to mention to me when I interviewed him to be my surgeon that because of the place where this carcinoid tumors were, that I might need a Whipple procedure. Uh, any of you that would look that up on Google, that is a uh, at least a seven or eight hour surgery, and it's one of the most um, invasive surgeries that anybody can have. I'm here to testify that that was... Uh, it's 2016, that was 2002, 14 years ago, that... A lot of people that have a Whipple procedure were just 
never leave their home again. They would literally be homebound. But to the praise of Jesus Christ, um, I am an active minister, and God over time has healed me from having that Wibble procedure. So if you have had some kind of extreme surgery, I pray that you would uh, go to our website and, and email me at harvestmountainministries at gmail.com, and I would love to pray for you if you have had some kind of extreme surgery that you are um, still weak from. I would love to pray for you because what God did for me, I believe he will do for you. And so I had this surgery, and then when I, when I came out of the surgery, there was a team of people that would have um, seen the um, additional cancer they found because the next morning when I was sort of, um, uh, well, sedated, uh, that the assistant surgeon came in and said, well, by the way, um, you have more cancer now in your colon but we couldn't do that surgery, you know, last night because we hadn't prepped you for it. So now we're going to need to open you up again and take out the cancer from your colon. Well, if you can imagine the shock of having an amazingly huge surgery and and you're kind of groggy. And listeners, some of you may have had worse than I'm, you know, speaking about right now. And I was like, okay, so I have cancer in my colon too and now you want to open me up again and do some more surgery on me for cancer the bottom line is that God is a healer and I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story because uh, you can I have an audio book version of my book now as well if you like to listen to books in your car but God is a healer so the bottom line is, I don't know where, where you are, listeners, as you're listening to our program today, but Jesus Christ is a healer. And I want to encourage you, if you need somebody to teach you or your church about the healing ministry of Jesus, you may be uh, in a church that are cessationists where they believe that miracles ended with the apostles. And I bless you if that is what you believe, but... If you believe in 1 Corinthians 12 and the end of Mark, uh, God said that the believers would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. If you'd like to learn more about praying for healing uh, from people that have been trained, I've been trained by at least 10 different ministries and and ran healing schools, and I'm going to be actually uh, starting a healing room in Lakewood, Colorado at Grace Covenant Church where my husband Glenn and I go to church. If you'd like to learn about praying for healing, I ask you again to email me at harvestmountainministries at gmail.com and I could come to your small group or to your church. Um, Just let me know if you'd like to learn more about the healing ministry of Jesus because the truth is that sometimes we pray and we can be helped by the very Word of God that shows us how to pray. You know, there, there was occasions when Jesus tried to pray for people, like with Lazarus, and he, he was going to raise him from the dead. And literally, he knew by words of knowledge from the Father that, that people were going to lack faith, and he asked them to step out of the room so that he could actually pray Lazarus to be raised from the dead. So there's a lot of things that we can learn about praying for the sick. And and my prayer for you is, listeners, that 
if you'd like to grow in that area, that you would get some training, go to a school, or go to our Harvest Mountain Ministries Facebook page, or email me at harvestmountainministries at gmail.com to learn more about Healing Room Ministry. So I want to pray for us now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, who is the same as the God we started with in reading Luke 17, that healed the lepers. In the name of Jesus, Lord, release your healing power to our listeners and those that would listen to this podcast around the world. Release your healing power. I pray that you would look into the very eyes of God right now. His eyes that are blazing with fire. The God who is at the throne room of heaven and the blood of the mercy seat is flowing right now to touch you and to, to deliver you from evil, to deliver you from sickness of your mind, your body, and your spirit. Take in this word, the word of God right now, and be like the one who said, Jesus says, go and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. I bless you today. Thank you for listening to Going Deeper with God. And if God has healed you, please share that with others. Because we need to have a witness that God is alive in Metro Denver, in Colorado, around the United States, listeners in France, England. Germany, Ireland, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Jesus is your healer. So we want to go deeper with God and believe that he does heal. I bless you and tune in next week for some more words of encouragement about Jesus Christ being our healer. Bless you and love you. Sign your name, sign.